need to cut through the clutter. Give your brand a savage voice. Voiceovers and complete audio production services for podcasts, web audio and video, television, radio, film, and more. Online right now. RandySavage.net. Escapes. Escapes. A Mystic Soundscapes netcast. The latest news in the world of new age music, concert updates, artist interviews, contests, and more. Presented by Mystic Soundscapes Internet Radio. Because life sounds better. Chill. And now, Escapes. Escapes number 32 for May 15th, 2008. It's Pete back for day number two of the trilogy of podcast releases this week. On today's show, musician Jacob Archer discusses his debut CD, Urban Rain. We've got the latest music news for you from the Radio Mystic blog. But first, we're kicking it off with a collaborative work from Eric Scott Porter and Inga. This track is called Just to Fly.
That's Eric Scott Porter with Inga, Just to Fly. The track was recently officially released on Inga's Invisible Rivers EP, and you can grab that entire EP as a free download over at ingamusic.com. Also be sure to check out Eric Scott Porter at ericscottporter.com. That's Scott with one T. His music's featured on the Weather Channel's Local on the 8th, and his debut CD, Urban Rain, was released early this year. Jacob Archer's with us today. Jacob, welcome to the show, man. Hi, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, Urban Rain, what inspired you to give the album uh, that, that kind of a title? Uh, well, it's kind of funny how that that uh, came about. I was, that's the title track of the, the album. I was in my apartment by myself actually composing this song, and uh, I could look outside the window and basically it was raining. This was the time when uh, I just moved to L.A. and it was raining like crazy. So it's like in the middle of the city and it's raining and I'm composing this song. And it's like, boom, there it is. It just hit me. It's like urban rain. And it rarely rains in L.A., so you kind of got lucky that night. Huh? Very rarely rains. But <laughs> when it did, it rained for like a month straight. It was crazy. Now, for the folks who have not heard the album yet, uh, why don't you give them a little bit of an overview of what they can expect uh, to hear when they listen? Okay. It's, uh, it's obviously an instrumental CD. It's um, kind of a mixture of two different types of genres, like new age and rock feel. I do have one song on there. Uh, a good friend of mine, Emily Dotson, is singing on there. She wrote the lyrics to it. And there's also several other songs in there that are kind of upbeat, and there's some that are like very relaxing. Just kind of put your feet up and have a glass of wine type of vibe. Yes, it is, boy. I've listened to it many, many times. I really, uh, I'm really impressed, especially with your debut album here. I think you did an awesome job on this thing. Thank you. What types of instruments do you physically play on this album? Piano, guitar, drums. I pretty much just kind of program them. I use a keyboard controller and then um, go from there. Most of it is uh, several different virtual type of instruments on my computer. Just what I do. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I was going to say, I usually ask that just because so many artists now are, are taking advantage of the new technology and it, and I'm hearing that it's making life so much easier for you guys. Yes, it is. It's, uh, it's amazing what kind of sounds you can get on these things. What do you find that's different using uh, the, the new technology in creating an album like this as opposed to if you had to do it everything uh, original instrumentation I mean what kind of benefit does the technology bring you there instead of going into like a studio and miking up a piano 14,000 different ways just to get that one sound there's virtual plugins out there where you can just click which sound you like basically and dial it up and then record it and that's also uh, an advantage with the MIDI files you, you can record that same performance and then just switch the sound you know you can just find one you like and boom there you go right and I would assume that with all the technology it gives you as an artist more time to be really creative and as opposed to worrying about things like that right yeah exactly when you sit down to actually compose or create your tracks do you hear the finished song in your head first or do you compose sections of music how does the process work for you well with me I just kind of sit down dial up the piano sound and then come up with like a melody or a chord progression and just kind of build from there and sometimes I'll, I'll start with a 
piano or I'll be on the guitar or I'll just uh, be thinking of something in my head and I'll try to transfer that from my head to my fingers onto the keyboard. Now I also read here that you actually worked with Ryan Farish in the past? Yes, I did. Uh, when I was in Virginia, we met through mutual friends, a friend of mine out there in Virginia. And um, we at first we had like this little jazz group going on in my living room and <laughs> never really went anywhere with that. But then the thing, the idea came up, hey, let's all move to L.A., you know, and pursue this band. So we did. Um, I came out here the same day with Ryan. We flew on the same plane together. We came out here and, um, you know, tried to work out a band. Uh, I played a couple shows with him. I played one at the Norva in Virginia. That was fun. That was quite the night. <laughs> and then there was a show on the National Public Radio where Echoes had come to his living room. We did a living room concert. It was fun. I feel uh, real fortunate to be a part of that. the Weather Channel. So is Ryan, actually. How did you uh, get the gig at the Weather Channel? Well, it's funny. I was uh, sitting down at the computer looking on their website, theweather.com, and I'm wondering, you know, my music kind of would probably fit that Local on the 8th vibe, so I emailed them back in, when was it? It was like July or August of 06. Then I finally got a response in like mid-October. And then uh, Steve Hurst was at the time the program director for the music. He calls me up October 31st and uh, goes, hey, I got your music. I definitely want to play your stuff uh, starting tomorrow. And he asked me if I was a, I was like, if I was a member of BMI. And I said, yeah, I am. So next day, it's like playing like any other forecast or so. It was like <laughs> amazing. That's awesome, man. Sometimes you just don't know when it's going to hit, right? Exactly. You just don't know. Are there any artists um, besides Ryan uh, who've had an inspiration on you during your career so far? Oh, yeah. There's, you, you're going to kind of laugh, but it's kind of such a wide variety of of genres even a lot of instrumental like you wouldn't know it by listening to the album but I'm, I'm more of probably a guitar player than a piano player but um, Joe Saturani Steve Vai all those big name guitar players are like a major influence on me um, and then you go to the other end of the spectrum like Enya Enigma and of course Ryan Ryan's I love his music and you um, 2 and there's just so so many out there that have inspired me and it's great to hear too because the more variety uh, that you're exposed to the, the better creativity you, you bring to your own music and you can in, in include a lot of those different styles in, into what you create. And that's basically what I try to do. <laughs> and speaking of that, I, I did read also that you compose a lot of different types of music as well, not just the ambient uh, electronic stuff we're hearing on Urban Rain, is that right? Exactly. I was um, collaborating with a girl that I met out here in L.A. Her name is Ebony and um, she's working on her first album called Ask About Me and I composed a song called You'll Be Sorry for her um, and she wrote lyrics to it. We uh, recorded it. I recorded all this stuff here at home and then we went to the studio and did vocals but it's, uh, it's a pretty big hit I guess for for just being like a it was a single. Right now it's on it's just on our MySpace and but it'll be released soon.
lot of the artists that I talk to, they say that they uh, took lessons as kids or their parents were musically inclined. They came from musically inclined families. What's your story? How did you get into the music business in the first place? Oh, it's back when I was, I forgot how old I was. It was probably like five or six. I wanted to take piano lessons. And we had a piano at home. So I was like, listen to my mom play all the time. I was like, teach me that song. She's like, okay. So we sat down. She's trying to teach me a song. She got me piano lessons. I took them for about all of about three months. Um, I didn't think the piano teacher was moving fast enough for me. So <laughs> I was like, okay. So I just kind of took off from there. But then uh, we kind of ended up selling the piano not too much longer after that. Then my dad's guitar was in the in the closet just kind of collecting dust. So I picked up the guitar and learned that. And then probably not too much longer after that, I was playing drums. You know, I was just trying to touch everything. I wanted to learn how to play everything. Now, do you remember what the very first song you ever played was? I'd probably say Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater was the first song I learned on piano. Oh, yes, a classic. <laughs> classic. Yeah, definitely a classic. <laughs> you know, I would love to hear an updated version of that on your next album. It would be unique. <laughs> I, I think it'd be kind of funny, you know, a, a new age version of Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. I mean, nobody would be doing it, probably for a good reason, but, you know, just a suggestion. <laughs> All righty. All right. Hey, listen, Urban Rain is a fantastic CD. What, what would you hope that people take away from listening to this album? You know, it's something that makes them feel good after they listen to it. Last weekend, I was in an Irish pub in Phoenix with my mom, and the lady there was playing my CD for everyone to hear. And one of the ladies that works there came in and started her shift, and um, she comes over and goes, is this somebody's music playing? I said, yeah, it's mine. She's like, this is exactly what I needed to hear today. She was, like, stressed out about something. I don't know what, but she's like, this is exactly what I need to hear. But she wanted all the information of where she can get it, and then at the same time, someone else was sitting in the bar asking about it. Wow, that's amazing. What's next? Uh, any upcoming projects in the works you want to share with us before we wrap up? I am working on my second one already. Um, I haven't came up with a title yet, but it's going to be a similar vibe. With um, I'm going to try to incorporate a lot more guitar into it. But that's that's pretty much it right now. I just I started that not actually about the time I released this one. So I've already got about three or four songs done already. Well, you're online at myspace.com slash Jacob Archer and also jacobarchermusic.com. Now, people are, are, you know, if they haven't heard this yet, they're going to want it as soon as they hear it. So where can they go buy your CD? Uh, you can go to cdbaby.com. Uh, just search Jacob Archer and uh, it should come right up. Uh, it's also on iTunes. What is your opinion on uh, the digital track downloads as opposed to selling uh, full CDs in physical form? Of course, there's pros and cons to both. Uh, with, with the CD, of course, it can get scratched and, and all that. But if you have, you know, if you have the computer, you can rip it to your iTunes and you can save it that way. Um, with your digital downloads, you got to back them up. Otherwise, just if your computer crashes, right. you lose them. So there's pros and cons to both of them. Jacob, it's been awesome having you on the show, man. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me. No, thanks for having me. I really appreciate that. All my best for uh, much success with Urban Rain for you, okay? Thanks a lot. From the CD Urban Rain, here's Jacob Archer with Journey into the Unknown.
Jacob Archer from the debut CD, Urban Rain, with Journey into the Unknown. He's online at jacobarchermusic.com, and you can hear that track and more from Jacob's CD by tuning into Radio Mystic. And also be sure to grab yourself a copy of Urban Rain. It's definitely a worthwhile addition to any music collection. Here's the latest from the world of atmospheric, new age, electronic, independent, whatever kind of music you think we play, from the new Radio Mystic music blog. You can get to that, by the way, by clicking on music from our homepage at radiomystic.com. Alu's Jeff Metling posted that he's accepted an offer to score a feature film. Congratulations to you, Jeff. Filming will begin this summer, and Jeff's already working on the opening sequence. You can stay updated on Jeff's MySpace blog at myspace.com slash Alu, E-L-U. Sequoia Records released the latest in their Buddha Lounge series, and installment number six features the work of John Nixon, a.k.a. Seven and Five, the track Forward Way Back, which is a retitle of Never Look Back from his first album in a moment's time, is featured on the new Buddha Lounge 6. You can check him out on MySpace at myspace.com slash seven and five. Musician Heath Vircher's latest offering, Soulfire, is ready to rock. He sent me over a few tracks the other day, and I've got to tell you, I am blown away. I was not expecting this from Heath, and, and I'm very impressed. He's going to be promoting the new CD with live performances in the Houston area, specifically over at Borders and Barnes & Noble bookstores, as well as still in Second Life and other live venues. He's also got a new website on the way. Watch his MySpace for details at myspace.com slash heathvircher. Lorianne Cunningham, recording is No Escape, is hard at work on her debut album, Unseen. According to her MySpace blog, she hopes to have the album ready by the end of May. Final mastering of the tracks will be in the talented hands of Soulwire's Ken Hill. Grab more info on that at noescapemusic.com. And finally, Amethystium's website reports that work on the new album Isobliss was completed earlier this year and is scheduled for release on June 17th. You can listen to two sneak preview tracks over on Amethystium's website at amethystium.com. For all the latest news in the music world, check our blog by clicking on the music link on our homepage at radiomystic.com. Alrighty, number 32 in the can. That wraps it up for today. And tomorrow's show, going to be talking with composer Nelson Ortiz about his past work and the new album he's got coming out this summer. So be sure to check back in 24 hours. We'll see you then. For Escapes, I'm Pete Havey.